What up, world? Your past first point guard and Trailblazer reporter, Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked on Blazers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts as well as YouTube. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. More props, more odds, more lines than anywhere else. Head on over to Bet Online to get started. The season's over. 82 games, 27 wins, 55 losses. The Blazers with their worst season since the 2005-2006 campaign. And their third worst season in franchise history ended with an 11th straight loss on Sunday evening to the Utah Jazz. Mission accomplished. The Blazers pulled the plug about midway through the season, decided that stacking losses was the plan. They weren't bad. They weren't surprisingly bad. They were intentionally bad, playing end-of-the-bench guys and people who probably won't be in the league in the near future in order to lose. Usually what we would do here is your fastest recap in the West, and we'd roll through 111, 80-point loss to the Jazz, or 31-point loss, 111 to 80. But instead, we're going to do a fastest recap in the West of the whole dang thing. And to get to that whole dang thing, you got to go all the way back to June 4th, 2021. That was the night that Terry Stotts was fired after nine seasons in Portland. The news was first reported by Adrian Wojnarowski. Include a list of potential candidates, including the name Chauncey Billups, along with Jeff Van Gundy and Mike D'Antoni. Vinny Del Negro was also on that initial list. And then... Later that night, Damon Lord tells Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports that Jason Kidd is the guy I want. And I quote, Jason Kidd is the guy I want. Damon Lillard says within an hour of the initial report from Woj. And less than two hours later, Lillard is on the record again, this time with The Athletic. And his quote is saying, I like Jay Kidd and Chauncey. On June 28th, 2021, the Blazers officially announced the hiring of Chauncey Billups. On July 16th, Amidst reports from True Hoops' Henry Abbott about an imminent trade request coming, Damian Lillard tells reporters at a Team USA press conference, I woke up to those reports. It's not true. I said the last time I spoke to you guys, a lot of things are being said. That's not coming from me. I also said I haven't made any firm decision on what my future will be. There's no need for anybody else to speak for me. The drama of the Blazers' season started before the new league year began. On July 29th, 2021, the Blazers made a draft night trade to acquire Greg Brown the third with a with the number 43 overall pick in the 2021 NBA draft. And on August 3rd, 2021, the Blazers agreed to a two-way contract with undrafted rookie Trendon Watford, a forward out of LSU. In the opening days of free agency, August 4th to August 10th of 2021, the moratorium and then the opening week of free agency. The Blazers agreed to sign Cody Zeller, Ben McLemore, and Tony Snell to veteran minimum deals. And then they re-signed unrestricted free agent Norman Powell to a five-year, $90 million contract. On August 28th, as the offseason was coming to a close, the Blazers agreed, or Blazers made a trade, acquiring Larry Nance Jr. as part of a three-team trade. With Cleveland and Chicago. In exchange for Larry Nance, the Blazers sent Derek Jones Jr. and a lottery protected first round pick to the Chicago Bulls. That lottery protected pick would become more important much later on. On September 27th, 2021, at Media Day, Chauncey Billups relays the message that after his conversations with Damian Lord, he believes the point guard is two feet 
it. And then on October 7th, 2021, assistant coach Milt Palacio is placed on administrative leave by the Trailblazers after he's among the 18 former NBA players indicted on federal insurance fraud charges. On October 15th, eight days later, the Blazers completed a winless preseason at 0-4. And on October 18th, 2021, Dennis Smith Jr. was not waived at the end of preseason, officially earning the 14th roster spot as the Blazers head into the regular season. Two days later, on October 20th, 2021, the Blazers opened the season with a 124-121 loss to the Sacramento Kings. Damian Lillard goes 8-for-24 from the floor and 0-for-9 from 3, including missing a shot that would have put it into overtime at the buzzer. Two weeks later, November 5th, 2021, the news first reported by The Athletic breaks that the Blazers have hired a firm to investigate President of Basketball Operations Neil Olshay, looking into a toxic workplace environment he helped foster under his leadership at the team's practice facility. On November 12th, 2021, Trailblazers President and CEO Chris McGowan abruptly steps down from the team. After nine years at the helm, he came in with Neil Olshay. He left a week after the investigation into Olshay's workplace culture began. This isn't going to be your fastest recap in the West. You may have you may have figured it out by now. We're doing a whole requiem for a season. I'm trying to not make these too. Uh, I'm trying to make it a, a, a objective look at dates and real things that truly happened this season. It's true, an assistant coach was indicted on federal charges prior to the season started. One of the lead executives had an investigation launched into his workplace environment he had created, and the other executive decided to leave. This comes on the heels of Damian Lord opening, openly questioning his future with the franchise for the first time in, in team history. And we haven't even really gotten into the games. That's what we'll do in the second segment. But first, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. It's a place you're going to find more props, more odds, more lines than anywhere else. So if you want to bet in the NBA playoffs, the play-in starts this week. And then the play-in, the playoff starts, playoffs start in earnest on Saturday and Sunday. If you don't want to bet on uh, the NBA, any other sport you could possibly imagine, the NHL's regular season, uh, the MLB has kicked off. You're going to get tennis. You're going to get soccer. Whatever it is, go find it. BetOnline.net. That's the Bet Online where the game starts. All right, let's continue our requiem for a season, or perhaps your slowest recap in the West. We're still in November of 2021. On November 23rd, Portland routes the Nikola jokic Nuggets 119-100. Damian Lord and CJ McCollum combined for 57 points and 10 three-pointers, and the Blazers improved to 10-8 on the season. They would be over 500 for one more week. On November 3rd, 30th, 2021, Damian Lord misses his first game of the year at home against the Detroit Pistons. The team is calling it an abdominal injury, uh, something that uh, Lillard has been open about dealing with in seasons past and clearly was bothering him during uh, during his Olympic run in July, but now it has caught up with him in the regular season. He would miss the next five games. On December 2nd, 2021, the Blazers lose by 31 at home to the San Antonio Spurs. On December 3rd, 2021, Neil Olshay was fired by the Portland Trailblazers. On December 4th of 
2021. The Blazers lose by 28 at home to the Boston Celtics. And CJ McCollum leaves the game late in the fourth quarter with what would eventually be diagnosed as a collapsed lung. He would miss the next 18 games. On December 15th, 2021, Portland loses its seventh consecutive game to drop to 11 and 18, falling to the Memphis Grizzlies. And once was like 10 and 18, 10 and 18 back in November, now midway through December, has dropped to 11 and 18. They will not get back to being competitive again. On December 31st, 2021, Portland loses to the Lakers in Los Angeles. Damon Lord plays his final game of the season, finishing with 18 points and 7 assists in a 139-106 loss. On January 3rd, 2022, with Damian Lillard out of the picture but not officially done for the year, Anthony Simon scores a career-high 43 points in a win over the Atlanta Hawks, launching a resurgent January for the young guard out of IMG Academy in Orlando, Florida. Shout out to Almonte Springs. On January 10th, 2022, without CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard, or Norman Powell in the lineup, the Blazers beat the Brooklyn Nets 114-108 at the Moda Center, and at the time, it was the most impressive and heartening win of the year. Three days later, on January 13th, 2022, Damian Lord officially has abdominal surgery. The initial timeline is that he would be reevaluated in six weeks. He did not play again this season. January 23rd, 2022. The Blazers wrapped up a, f- a six-game road trip at 4-2 and two with a 114-105 win over the Raptors in Toronto. The Blazers improved to 20-26. and 26. That sound you hear is the slightest bit of hope. On January 25th, two days later, Nazir Little tears the labrum in his left shoulder in the fourth quarter of a 109-107 loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Little would undergo surgery on February 1st and miss the remainder of the season. On February 4th, 2022, in his first big move as interim GM, Joe Cronin, who was named in charge when when Neil Olshay was fired, makes puts his first large imprint on the Blazers organization, trading Robert Covington and Norman Powell to the Los Angeles Clippers in exchange for Justice Winslow, Eric Bledsoe, Keon Johnson, and a 2025 second-round pick from Detroit. On February 8th, 2022, the Trailblazers made another move, sending C.J. McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell to New Orleans in exchange for Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Tomas Sadoransky, and Didi Lozada. In addition, they received a protected first-round pick and two second-rounders in 2026 and 2027. On February 9th, the Blazers were not done dealing. They acquired Joe Ingles, Elijah Hughes, and a 2022 second-round pick from the Utah Jazz as part of a three-team deal that sent Tomas Sadoransky to San Antonio and Nikhil Alexander-Walker to the Jazz in Utah. On February 6, 2022, the Blazers won their sixth straight game since the trade deadline. Excuse me, their fourth straight game since the the trade deadline. They went 4-0, capped with a 123-119 win over the Memphis Grizzlies. They took a four-game winning streak into the break. In that game, Yusuf Nurkic scored 32, Anthony Simons scored 31. It was Yusuf Nurkic's final game of the season. On February 22nd, 2022, Trenton Watford had his two-way contract converted to a full NBA deal, which included a guaranteed year in 2022-2023 in a 
A subsequent move and a move that followed, Brandon Williams signed a two-way contract with the Blazers and Portland added local big man from Reynolds High School in Troutdale and Oregon State University, Drew Eubanks, who was recently cut, excuse me, waived by the Toronto Raptors. He signed the first of what would be five 10-day contracts with the Trailblazers. On March 5th, 2022, Anthony Simon scored 38 points in a 135-121 loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves would be his final game of the season. On March 12th, Josh Hart scored 44 points in a home win over the Washington Wizards. It was the Blazers' first win since February 16th in Memphis and snapped a six-game losing streak coming out of the All-Star break. On March 20th, 2022, a week later, Josh Hart scored 26 points in a 31-point loss to the Indiana Pacers. It would be Josh Hart's final game of the season. On March 21st, 2022, the Portland Trailblazers beat the Detroit Pistons 119-115 in Detroit. It was Portland's final win of the season. On April 10th, 2022, the Blazers closed the season with 11 straight losses, wrapping up the year with a 111-80 loss to the Utah Jazz at the Moda Center. The Blazers, in their final 11 games, were outscored by 244 points. Portland went 2-21 and after the All-Star break and had 11 losses in those 23 games by at least 30 points, nearly half the time over their, over their, in their post-All-Star schedule. They lost by 30 points. And Portland finished the season 27-55, the sixth worst record in the NBA and their worst regular season since going 21-61 and in the 05-06 season. That is your fastest recap in the West. Yeah, it took 15 minutes, but we had to dial it all the way back and then come forward again. What I want to do to close the show is give you two scenes from the Blazers' final game. They stunk at the end of the year, and they stunk on purpose. And there were two scenes on Sunday, which was fan appreciation night, if you're into it, when the Blazers are appreciating their fans, thanking their fans for their support throughout um, an intention, an unintentionally and then very intentionally troubling year. It started was why I wanted to paint the picture in the way I did was that it never went well. It never worked. It never worked. You know, they improved to 10 and 8. And it was like, okay, maybe they're getting going. They were... The next game, they were 10-9. and nine. They did not have a winning record again. 18 games into the season, it was already a wrap. It was already a wrap. We should have known. And, and quite frankly, we probably did know that this thing wasn't right. Dame's injury, health. I didn't even talk about in the fastest recap the, you know, COVID, uh, COVID situation that that the whole league had to deal with during uh, basically the, the weeks leading up to Christmas and, and shortly thereafter. So, You've kind of seen the messiness. Let's talk about the future. There are two scenes from Sunday that that remind me of the future, and I want to sh- or, or or give me a glimpse of what the future could be, and hopeful ho- hope for that. So let me share those with you to close the show. But first, let me tell you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar that there is. That's what they're doing. They're making delicious protein bars. My personal favorites: peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream. Uh, your average built bar is rocking with 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, just five grams of sugar, and five, uh, excuse me, no more than five net carbs. Uh, 
they all covered 100% chocolate. They taste great. Uh, right now, they've got a bunch of puff flavors that are kind of like uh, a little more airy, kind of marshmallowy like uh, really sort of leaning into the sort of Three Musketeers-esque candy bar world of protein bars, but they're still packing on average 17 to 18 grams of protein. So go get yourself some. All tasty, all healthy. Go to build.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Still a Bass vs. Point Guard. Still Mike Richmond. You are still listening to Locked on Blazers. We did our fastest recap in the West a different way. It was more of a, a requiem for a season. A timeline of chaos that led us to this point. But there were two scenes on Sunday that suggest, or in some ways promise, a less chaotic, more joyous future. The first came... Prior to tip-off, when Damian Lamont Ollie Lillard, you may know him, the fa- father of three, six-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA, uh, a darn good basketball player, he spoke at midcourt to the fans. Uh, typically, prior to prior to games, the teams will um, have someone on the roster speak. Uh, it's not always the star player. In fact, Dame said that Anthony Simons was supposed to do it, but he was scared, so Dame just did it. And Dame said, you know, he said the sort of normal things, right? Thank you so much for your support this season. You're the best fans in the NBA. You know, you support us through the ups and the downs. He didn't mention how few ups there were. He didn't <laughs> He didn't emphasize the downs. Maybe that my timeline did. Uh, he, he, he said sort of the cliche things that you say in those things. I've, I've been to, this is probably my eighth one that I've done. Um, been in the building for fans getting appreciated. And I think I've been there as a fan too. So probably closer to 10. I've seen a lot of fans get appreciated in my time. And that's sort of the typical stuff. Dame did the typical stuff that you do. A typical, normal, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Great. Um, but then he had a moment where he said, I, I want to promise this. And, I, and I'm going to say it here. Like, listen as I say it. it it's not going to be like this again. Next season, this it won't be like this again. We're going to get this thing back going. It was a promise from a man who I think has looked totally, I don't know if checked out is the right word, but over it, over it is, is like the, Dame has just said he knew what the plan was when he agreed to have surgery in February. You know, he knew that he wasn't going to come back. I think he was flirting with it a little bit in his head to begin with, but he knew if he committed to, to missing time, this team was going to, you know, blow up the roster and head in this direction. This was sort of the inevitable way they were going to go. They didn't need to go as aggressive as this. This was a decision the front office made to go like, you know, they could have played Nurk and Ant down the stretch and probably just missed the playoffs at like a normal level or or been a play-in team or whatever it might be. But they decided to go this way, to be really aggressive and lose a bunch and lose 11 of their final 23 games by 30 or more points, including a 50-point loss and a 31-point loss to close the season. The only two games uh, that they were with that they lost by single digits were against OKC, a game that went to overtime in Portland, and then at Oklahoma City in a game in which the Thunder played six players, including two gentlemen who they signed to 10-day contracts that morning. And the Blazers still found a way to lose that game. They were as aggressive as they could be. But Dame's promise, it's not going to be like this again. It's not going to stay like this, was... To me, it was both, you know, he's under contract and I don't want to talk about Dame's future and loyalty like that is that shit is so cliche and I am so over talking about it. Dame's here. He's under contract. He's getting paid. He wants to be here. Let your national outlets talk about that. That's not what we're going to talk about here. 
But it was a promise that he, that he watched this and is over it. He's over it. He's over it. He, he wants them to go for it, to really try to make a push to be competitive again. So they're going to do that. Like there isn't, there isn't this kind of like semi-rebuild that I think I've seen from people, not in the market, not in market, but like outside of people outside of Portland speculating that the Blazers could, oh, they could go a little bit young and just kind of bring Dame along for the ride. They're going to get vets and they're going to go for it. And Dame saying that at midcourt, it wasn't like a promise of the future. In fact, tomorrow there'll be exit interviews. We'll talk about the future to, on tomorrow's show. But that was a, that was a among all the cliches on exit interviews that so often follow. That was Dame saying, "I'm as tired of this garbage as you are. We're not going to do this garbage again next season. I'm going to get my body right, and I'm going to bring this team along to be competitive again. I promise we're going to be better than this season." And it wasn't like this big special thing, but in terms of like in those moments when guys get a microphone and say exactly what they're supposed to say, Damon said exactly what he's supposed to say. And then he said what he wanted to say. He spoke from the heart and I appreciated that and it stuck with me. The second scene from this game. This was the night, this was uh, April 10th. I'm recording. This is April 11th, uh, Monday, April 11th show. I'm recording this on, on April 10th. And April 10th was designated by uh, the governor of Oregon as Rip City Day. Honoring Bill Shonley, longtime broadcaster for the Blazers on television, on the radio. Um, he's he's been an ambassador to the team for the last 20 years. He's worked for the Blazers in various capacities for five decades. Dude is a legend. He coined the term Rip City, if you don't know. Um, I think some of my listenership is like old enough to remember watching uh, Sean's on TV with Steve Snapper Jones. And some of my listenership is young enough to not know who that is. <laughs> So um, this is this. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out uh, how we can how we can all meet in the middle here. But Bill Shonley, absolute Blazers legend, absolute legend, and he is a man who loves loves the Blazers, loves them in a way that feels so special and different and important that it makes me jealous that I haven't or might not be able to love something for five decades this that deeply and purely and honestly. He loves the Trailblazers. They mean so much to him. And he said two things. One, he said his, his, a classic catchphrase. You have to make your free throws, which is about making free throws, but it's also about this. And this is what Sean, the Sean's pointed out. You got to do things well and take advantage of opportunities to do things well. And that strikes me as what's coming up this summer. And Bill Shonley said the last couple years haven't been good for the Blazers. This was not, He didn't say this at midcourt. He said this when he spoke pregame to the media. But, but the, free throw, the free throw thing he said at midcourt. But he said that, that the last couple years haven't been good. But he has faith that there is a big and important summer coming. And that's why you got to make your free throws. The Blazers set themselves up. They lost all these damn games on purpose. 2-21 and 21 to close the season. They get smoked. They lose all these games like they're the worst team in the league. They get outscored by almost 250 points after the All-Star game. The next closest team, the Indiana Pacers, was outscored by fewer than 125 points. Twice as bad as the next worst team in the league. Uh, or excuse me, that was the minus 250 the final 11 games. <laughs> The, the Pacers also went winless. They were at, they were 100 points closer to their opponents than the Blazers. You have to hit your free throws. You have 
to make your free throws. This is what the Blazers set themselves up to do. They set themselves up with this opportunity. You got to hit them. You step up to the line. You have this chance. You have to take advantage of this opportunity. Those are the two scenes that will stick with me. I wanted to look back at, a, at the season as a whole because the how we got here, I mean, if, quite frankly, if you're listening to this, thank you. This season has been a slog and I appreciate that you're still rocking with me. We got a really, really fun and important offseason ahead and more on that in a moment. But I wanted to walk us through all the drama to get here. And then those two scenes from the Blazers' best player and a franchise icon. One promising that it won't be this bad and the other saying, you set yourselves up. And when you take an opportunity, you have to take advantage. When you get an opportunity to do something well, you have to do it well. You have to hit your free throws. Damon Sean's weren't talking about necessarily anything specific, but they were... They are moments that will resonate with what's next for the Blazers. What's next is one of the most important off-seasons in franchise history. Got to figure out how to pay Nurk and Ant and Dame. It's pretty easy how to pay them. You write them uh, multi-year contracts and have uh, the deals are collectively bargained and they'll be paid. Um, it, money will be wired digitally into their accounts every two weeks. Um, it, they get a game check. It's pretty simple. But... Um, they got to sign those guys back. They got to get bigger and faster on the perimeter, more athletic, I guess, not specifically faster, but bigger and, and, and longer and more athletic on the perimeter. They need more size up front around Nurk. They need, they had, they need some help there. They did some things that would get them better. I, th- I think Josh Hart and Justice Winslow and the return is your little, little help in, 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 in some regards. I think um, potentially Trent Watford has a spot to be to help a little bit in the back half of the rotation. But they've got a long way to go. They need a starting small forward. They need a starting power forward. Um, they could probably use one more sort of emergency type guard unless you're a big Brandon Williams believer. They got a lot of stuff to, to fill out. And they will potentially have one, if not two, first-round picks to either draft people to fill those spots or make wheel and deal and make trades to to make it happen. But when I was thinking about preparing for this episode and writing out all the dates and the times of sort of the chaos of the Blazers to where they ended up with a 31-point loss to end the season, fittingly a beatdown against a Jazz team that said, okay, yeah, we'll win, fine, that's fine. <laughs> if you want us to win, we'll win, cool. Hearing Dame make a proclamation and hearing Sean's, a man who truly loves the franchise, kind of explain the theory behind hitting your free throws. It struck me as this is what's next and what's needed for this team. And the season ends, right? It's over. It's done. The Blazers aren't going to go to the playoffs. Um, I have never covered a Blazers season that doesn't go to the playoffs. This is new territory for me. But Lockdown Blazers isn't going anywhere. Still rolling. Still going to be five days a week. We're going to cover a whole bunch of stuff heading in the draft and free agent into the NBA draft and free agency and all beyond that. Um, we got fun stuff later this week. We'll have exit interviews. We're previewing a massive game when the Blazers play, uh, or when the, excuse me, the Blazers, <laughs> the Pelicans and the Spurs play Wednesday night in 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 a uh, uh, excuse me Tuesday night rather. It'll be Wednesday show, but Tuesday night in the in the playing game. Massively, massively important games. It's just, it's here, and it's going to be a bunch of fun, and I am excited for it. Blazers season was a bummer, but this offseason is so fun. So 
it, even if you kind of checked out on this team a little bit, this is a great time to check back into the podcast and tell your friends to do the same because this offseason, as we head into the draft and with free agency and all the all the deals the Blazers are going to need to make, signing folks, trading for folks, making draft picks, all of that, we're going to cover it here from every angle that we possibly can. So come on back. Lockdown Blazers, five days a week. We're still rolling along. All through the playoffs are going to be five days a week. In fact, we'll be all five days a week through the end of July. Like, it is only the beginning of a, of a, of a, fun, daily, a fun daily Trailblazers podcast, the only daily Trailblazers podcast available on all platforms, including YouTube, wherever you get podcasts, also the video version if you want to watch me there. So why not do it and then come back and tell your friends to do the same. Appreciate you listening. I'll talk to you soon.